Hey, this is Latif Mikado, and you're listening to the Good Night Freestyle Podcast, where I take some time each night to try and reflect on the freestyle scene, where it is, where it's going, and try to figure out how to sustain it, not just for future generations to enjoy, but also to benefit. So sit back, relax, and let's talk some freestyle. Hey, what's up, everyone? It's Latif, and welcome to the Good Night Freestyle Podcast. And this is episode 476. I almost forgot the name of the podcast. I almost forgot the episode I was in. So I'm a little tired today. You can hear it in my voice. I've been up since real early. I got quite a bit of work done. Uh, Signed up some contracts. Um, uh, Negotiated a few more shows. I mean, things are starting to pick up. Thank God. I really hope we don't go through this anymore. Tomorrow's a big day. We go and we get our second shot. So, you know, well, I got the first one. I felt fine. I felt, I, I might've felt a little slight something here that but I really, I didn't notice it. I think it might've been in my mind. Angel did, I didn't. But everybody's saying, and we're doing the Pfizer, you know? So, um, the, but Angel's saying that she kicked her ass last year, last, last month when we did uh when we did the other one so she's a little concerned about tomorrow so like she is expecting the worst you know so let's hope not let's hope that we um we take it and that we're good you know my aunt is 95 94 and um she uh <coughs> excuse me she um uh she just did her second one and she was fine she was fine, so it's, right, come on, 95, 94 years old. I mean, I would think she could take anything. She'd probably take some bullets, you know? She, you know, I mean, think about how many years, 95 years? It's almost 100 years, almost a century on this earth. Wow. I wouldn't live like that. How would you? You know, but I want to be healthy, live like, see, she's healthy, you know? A little bored now because of COVID, she goes see her her kids or her kids are the great kids that come and see her. So we come see her. So she's got a lot of love around her. Grandkids, great grandkids. So uh, so she's good. She's good. But anyway, yeah, so tomorrow we have to do that. So what we're gonna do, our appointment's at 220. That's around the time the kids get home from school. So we're just gonna go pick them up at like one o'clock. We'll bring them, get them early, go straight to the spot. Get the shot, straight to the spot, get the shot. And uh <coughs> and then come back home. And um I want we were gonna try to do some uh a little yard work. I don't know if she wants to do anything tomorrow morning. I'm kinda against it. I don't know. I gotta think. Uh because they're gonna come pick up the garbage and we want to put some leaves out. So we'll see. We'll see how that works. I'm not gonna sweat it, you know. The job that we have with the I got my new uh chainsaw so I could hit some of these things but um uh I'm not gonna really not gonna stress it I'm gonna we'll just do a little by little you know so uh what else what else what else um man working on my digital stuff man between the funnels working on some crypto um just investing investing in different cryptos now since things are picking you know picking up a little bit you know 
I've always invested stocks, real estate. Um, I'm just, I'm, I, as much as I've known about crypto, I'm, I'm new in actually investing. But you see, I, I geek out. So for me to go, you know, drop a couple of G's up in it, it's not a big deal for me, you know? <clears throat> um, I had to go and get this thing called a Nano X. Um, what it is, it's a ledger, it's a portable ledger. So that way your crypto doesn't stay online. You can actually pull down the numbers and put it away. And God forbid something happens. Uh, website, somebody's website crashes and you think you're losing all your stuff and uh, um, everything's there. So um, that'll come in a couple weeks, I think. I have to check. They said two weeks. It ships in two weeks, but we'll see. It might come earlier. But that's fine. I mean, I don't have a lot of money in there. So if it crashes, God forbid, I don't want it to crash. But um, what do I have? I have Bitcoin. I have Ethereum, Ether, and I have uh, Doge. And I'm thinking of getting some Litecoin. And also I have BitCloud, and I also have, um, working on some NTFs. <coughs> I'm sorry, NFTs. I said NTFs. <coughs> Non-fungible tokens, NFTs. Um, if you guys don't know what that is, look into it. It's kind of dope. Uh, pretty technical. So if you're not a technical person, you're not really into crypto, uh, learn about Bitcoin. Don't go into NFT and yeah, NFTs uh, because it, it, you need to know one to understand the other. It just it just won't make sense to you. So I still geek on it on a regular basis because you know, sometimes I don't, I don't understand everything, you know. So, but um, anyway. Um, so today, uh, I, mem- I mentioned yesterday I was going to call uh, Mr. Vito Bruno. For you guys who know, if you ever been, well, if you ever been to, let's see, the KTU, uh, any of two, any of those, uh, what the, what would they were call the KTU free fall? Was it the free fall or the KTU? Um, oh, Beatstock. There you go, Beatstock. So Beatstock. If you're from New York and you went to Beatstock. Well, Vito was the brains behind Beatstock. He's the one that put that whole thing together. And uh, <coughs> he was a legend behind that. He did really well. And that stuff feels like it was like yesterday, you know? Um, <coughs> then he started doing like the disco ball. He did that for a while. And then he would do the uh, the free fall, freestyle, free for all. Um, and uh, haven't spoken to him in a few years, and I decided to to reach out to him. Just uh, no strings attached, because he's really not doing much now. He's doing a couple little festivals, but you know those concerts. Uh, but uh, they, the ones he has going on, pretty much conflict with um, with anything I'm doing. So I couldn't even get involved. Uh, I'm sorry, guys. I'm a little sleepy, but. Um, but anyway, um, so I, I, I emailed him the day before yesterday, and then he called me, but I was out. So he wrote to me, he goes, hey, I tried calling you back, so I waited till this afternoon, and I called him, and we had a nice little chat, you know, we hadn't, we hadn't spoken in a, in a while, and uh, it's good to hear he's doing good. So uh, Curtis Sliver, Sliver, Sliver? Anyway, <laughs> he's the dude that ran the Guardian Angels in New York. 
Now, I remember this dude when he was young, like in his 20s, when he first started the Guardian Angels, and he uh, had gotten married. Um, and I remember when he was just dating the girl that he ended up marrying, Lisa Sliver, whatever. You never say his last name, Slip, Sliver, Sliver, whatever. But uh, I remember them in USA Skating Ring. Um, they were in USA Skating Ring, and it was to skate together. He used to give her, she used to wear his uh, his red beret, and then she became part of it. And they had a dope, interesting life, man. The dude became an activist, and uh, <coughs> his story <coughs> is pretty deep. Um, apparently, he's running for mayor, and... Uh, very interesting, man. Very interesting for the leader of the Guardian Angels or founder of Guardian Angels, whatever you want to call it, to run for mayor. It's just really weird. Uh, when I was growing up, I wanted to be a Guardian Angel. Had a couple friends that were, and I just thought it was the coolest thing. Other people thought it was corny, but I think it was because they couldn't get into it or whatever. I kind of liked it. I kind of loved... I always loved, like... Uh, you know, like that uniform thing, you know, I just, I just liked it. That's why I probably liked the military and the Boy Scouts and shit like that. Football, you know. <coughs> when you wear, you wear, you know, what other people were wearing. So it was kind of cool. Um, but my mom wouldn't let me, uh, I remember asking her. And she wouldn't let me uh, ride the train by myself <laughs> late at night. She goes, no, she goes, no, you're not going to, nope. And good thing she did. I remember, <laughs> I remember, you know, when I was younger, I used to see the Guardian Angels in the train. They were kind of cool, kind of cool to look at most, you know, they were older than me at that time, you know, they were older than me. And then um, when I got older and they were more or less my age, then it was more like a staring contest. It's like, you know, fuck you looking at, <laughs> you know, and they'll look away, you know. Cause they started at that point, they started recruiting, you know, basically punks. I knew quite a few punks <laughs> that were guardian angels. Uh, some of them just took it like they were a gang, you know. <coughs> that's how they treated it, and that's why they were down with it. And then uh, when I got a little older, when they were just kids at that point, now I looked at them like, what the hell? What are you going to do, boy, but get in my way? You know, you're just going to piss somebody off, man. And uh, so, but you know what? The Guardian Angels are a staple of New York, and I think it's a wonderful thing. And I, I'm, 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 I love the fact that they, they existed in my lifetime. And it's crazy. It's crazy. You know? Um, I remember they were everywhere. You know? And uh, my, mother, my mother liked them. My mom, she liked them. She said she used to feel safe when they were around. She knew... You know, my mom trusts her. She trusted cops. She trusted firemen. My mom used to say, if you know, if ever it's an emergency, don't call the cops. Call the fire department. They're faster. <laughs> I swear to God, that's what she used to tell me. You know? <coughs> you know, you call the fire department. <laughs> and they'll call the cops. When you call the cops, they don't call nobody. They come by themselves call the fire department, they, they, the cops come with them, so, but, um, they'll probably even get pissed off, you made us get dressed, we were sleeping, and 
And uh, got this, get in this cold ass truck, man, and drive out. Oh my God, what a job. I give it to anybody who ever wanted to be a fireman. That's one hell of a job, man. I hear that you go there for like a week and you sleep. You sleep there and then the next shift goes there for a week. <coughs> I don't know. I don't know that about that, buddy. I don't know. Um, but thank God people want to do that <laughs> because we would need them. So I remember we used to have um, almost every corner we had two types of fire alarms. We had the one... The first one was the one, it was like this little thing, that metal, red metal thing they used to hang there. You kind of put your hand up under it, so, and it's a lever. And you just pull it. And then you run, and you wait. And the, the fire department would show up. And I didn't realize at that time what I was doing. Like, that that's crazy, because, like, we could have been somebody, it could have been a fire, an emergency somewhere else, and we'll send it, but... That's what kids do, you know? And that was the false alarms was like, <clears throat> was like um, a big deal. It was like a big deal. Um, and then uh, they changed the one with the level and they wound up putting the one with the buttons. I remember, there was, I believe, if I remember correctly, there was two buttons. There was a police button, I think, and there was a, a red one for the fire department, but now the people will talk to you. So when you press the button, they say, fire department, where's the fire? And then you tell them. If you didn't tell them there was a fire where it was at, they wouldn't come. So they solved that problem like that, you know? I remember even with the lever, <coughs> I think it got to a point, if I remember, they started doing like putting tar on, uh, on I remember this, they used to put like, tar so that way if anybody pulled it you know they got the tar on the hand i guess you could figure out who it is by the person with the tar in the hand this tar didn't get off they used to do that a lot um sometimes you take a shortcut you jump over these little walls i remember going to the store i used to jump over this little wall it's crazy the stuff that i used to do at freaking seven years old oh my god but um you jump over this wall and after a while I remember when it got me the first time because I didn't realize that they lay at the top part of that wall with tar. So, of course, I put my hand over there and I got over and that shit got all over me. And then later on, like years later, they end up putting tar and then they put like broken bottles on it. Yeah, it's like, how would you do, how do you do so? Like, nobody would do that now. Like, that's a lawsuit waiting to happen. Hey, yeah, my, my kid cut his hand on your glass here. What the hell? Yeah, back in the days, they didn't care, man. They're like, yo, you get on that, man, you, you're going to get cut. Your ass going to get cut, your legs, your feet, your hands, something's going to get cut, you know? It's crazy. But, uh, uh, but yeah, man, so, yeah, so anyway, back to Vito Bruno, I had a, we had a good talk. It was, I was glad that I, I got to speak to him and um, sort of apologize for what, that we kind of bumped heads. He didn't remember, he goes, really? I said, yeah, I know we, we bumped heads a little bit. He goes, I don't remember. I didn't want to bring it back. So I was like, that's ah, all good. I said, it's, it's not important anyway. I said, I'm glad I got to talk to you. He was like, hey, man, thank you for reaching out. I said, absolutely, man. I said, take care of yourself. I'm here if you need anything. And it was, it was good, man. You know, these people were part of my career, man. It's like, 
it was part of my career, you know. I, I, I got feelings for these guys. Like, I don't want to see, I don't want to see nothing happen to these people, you know. Uh, I think I wasted a lot of my, my career, some real bullshit. I don't know, maybe I did, maybe I didn't, you know. Well, I guess I had to, you know, to protect my wife, you know. I had to, uh, I had to do what I did, you know. And I had to uh, step to the plate for her. You know, people were trying to take advantage. And uh, so I guess I don't have regrets for that. I guess, I guess I wish we never had to go through that. That's what it is. You know, so many artists were able to work using their name, sing their own songs, perform. Yet she wasn't. Like she was always, it was always an issue. You know, somebody always trying to sing her stuff, other people trying to get in way, trying to, you know, horrible. You know, really, really, you know, so, yeah, it sucks. That's why now, you know, I want her to perform as, as much as she wants, and I'm gonna be there with her, I got her, I got her. And if I have to fight the entire freestyle community all over again from beginning, I'll do it. I'll roll up my sleeves. If it's for my wife, I'll roll up my sleeves and we'll be duking it out. So <laughs> I ain't playing that, you know. You know, I made amends with a lot of people and I meant it. It was sincere. I really wanted to make amends, you know. It's not something I wanted to go through. But yeah, it's my wife. If I ever had to do it again, I would, without a doubt. Not even a hesitation. And I'll go harder because I wouldn't want it to last as long. <laughs> so I'll be real aggressive. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> but anyway, um, let me think. What else is going on? Um, man, it's pretty much it. So the Chicago show, we have a private show in Chicago. I think I told you guys. Um, so far, guy, Angel OCG, solo show. Um, and I'm locking in one more act. Did deposits in, contract's not in. <coughs> so I, I might have mentioned them already, but I'd rather not. Uh, until they sign off. Uh, once they sign off, then we're, we're good to go. And, uh, yeah, so we're looking to... Uh, that's for September 19th. So that's a while from now. Then we're supposed to have another show on the uh, September 18th. Uh, <coughs> <coughs> oh, sorry. <coughs> oh, God. But, um, and that was supposed to be in uh, San Jose, California, but... I think they're going to change that to another date because uh, there's still COVID restrictions and it's going to, it'll hurt the promoter. I don't agree that they, I don't think they should do the show because what happens, some of these venues are only lo- allowing like 10%. Like, how do you do that? How do you do a venue that has 2,500 people? How do you only do 250 people? That's crazy, you know? So, so hopefully they move that date. Uh, I told you guys we have Austin, San Antonio, Dallas, the 28th, 29th, and 30th of May. So I'm actually starting to work on the drops now. So I'm hoping that <coughs> by the weekend I'll have the drops together and uh, we'll be ready to go. So, But anyway, all right. Um, all right, guys, so uh, I'm going to cut it down. I'm going to shut it. It's already been on 20 minutes. I'm tired right now. I go in and edit this uh, this uh, podcast, and then uh, 
do a couple of things and then hit the old dusty trail. So, all right, guys, listen, I, I appreciate you tuning in as always. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Uh, be safe out there. Still craziness going on. And until tomorrow, good night, freestyle. Before I lay me down to sleep, I pray to hear a freestyle beat. For if I die before I wake, I hope to make it to the break.